Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Hey guys, it's Simon. Um, welcome to Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Uh, today we're um, here with Liam and Rachel. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Liam, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> Hello, uh, I'm Liam. Um, I do music at Trinity College and I'm just going into my last year with Siam. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Rachel. I am doing, well, I just graduated from Keble College doing politics, philosophy and economics. And yeah. All right, so um, today we're going to be talking about music opportunities at Oxford. So um, I guess to kick it off um in what way in what ways have you guys got involved with uh, music uh starting with Liam? so i've i've got involved sort of down two routes because my career path that i'm hoping to go down is in arts management so uh, running venues and booking bands and sort of on the other side of things to performers uh, but at the same time i i'm a i play jazz piano um and like funk piano as well that sort of stuff um so i've managed to do a lot of playing at oxford in various ways in different groups and in different uh, places which i'm sure we'll get to talk about but at the same time i've been looking for ways to get involved with running events and um booking things and doing, doing all that sort of stuff at the same time um so i've probably taken a little bit less of like a conventionally direct route um, I do a lot of self-producing and writing. I pretty much just took a bunch of recording equipment um, to my room at uni and I started writing music. And I mean, through that, I mean, it was just a hobby at first, but I've had lots of opportunities to play at like college balls around the university. And I've had, you know, a chance to kind of get involved also with the the Oxford scene outside of the university. So um, unfortunately, I was actually going to do um, a gig at the, at the Billingdon, which is one of the bigger venues in the city, but COVID, you know, cancelled. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say that I've, I've done less of the kind of, you know, the university specific stuff and more of just the hobby like on the side but trying to make it work kind of thing so yeah, yeah I, th I think it's great that yeah so we've got like, an example of like you know, someone who studies music and has gone through that route um and but and like wants to do a career but then also someone who does a completely different degree to um or music and um through a hobby has managed to use the uni and the city outside of the university as well and use those opportunities to exercise your whole hobby of uh, music. Um, out of curiosity, did you know, were you able to sing before you came to uni, Rachel, or did you learn that when you were here? Uh, so like I'd always, I, I actually started producing music before I came here, probably for about like a year or so. Um, but I found myself like I had the time, surprisingly, um, maybe that's degree specific actually but I had the time to to practice and um get to meet other people I mean I've um I guess I'm more interested in the kind of uh, electronic production side so I've done a lot of um 
collaborations with like other electronic producers but like also met lots of DJs and you know there's quite an awesome electronic scene despite the size of Oxford here and you know we get really great acts in there's a really great guy called Nick who basically like does all the events at the Billingdon um under like simple nights and yeah I think that's like I've been pleasantly surprised with like the the music here and the the, the people here and they kind of like like the city that I do is there anything specific about um, Oxford Uni or the city um, that gives you opportunities um, to get involved with music that you've guys found? Um, I think the colleges help in some senses because every college has spaces and um, like they'll all have their own open mics and their own arts weeks and they'll all have like music students there and their own music societies and stuff. So with all of those going on, there's there are a lot of ways to get involved in like quite low level performing just in, um, I mean, there's like college open mics, but then also like Oxford open mics. Um, and there are things like grants available and the, there's a lot of support available from colleges um, that you probably wouldn't get in other places. And the size of the city um, is potentially helpful because versus a bigger city um there can be a lot more competition um but the standard is still quite high at oxford so it's quite con conducive to making to getting involved quite easily in lots of different ways and there's like there's a lot of there's a lot of events at oxford i know at least from at least from the university as in like the balls um and like a lot of music events and you've both utilized that um would you would you say and would you say would you've been able to have done that at another city like at another university that didn't have as many uh balls etc i think because of the size as lee mentioned um there's less competition i guess for the opportunities that there are which there are many because oxford's actually a city that really loves music and um you know there's opportunities for people to do open mic nights there's also opportunities for like paid stuff and you know like we have college bops i guess which for for budding djs is a really good chance to to play and i think because it's quite an academic city in that sense like people who can play music you tend to know who they are and you know the music circle is quite close uh and it's quite nice to feel part of like a community like that and not just, you know, doing it alone uh, is one thing that I found. And that's also, you know, the college system is really great for that because you immediately just have this ability to, to kind of feel connected to a large group of people. And usually there are quite a few people in your college that are into the same stuff as you. And, and that's just like a basis for, for making like friendships and and uh, collaborating on music yeah i've found m more so than with friends at other unions i've been speaking to like corporate gigs like law firms and those sorts of things who are just having like a fancy dinner or something like that and just want some music tend to look for students to play and go through um like certain ways to get to enter like student the student scene 
to to get music for those sorts of things so it's it's possible to do a lot of playing in that regard um which seems to be just from conversations with friends doesn't really seem to happen elsewhere i'm not really sure why that is to be honest but yeah yeah because i know like um one of our friends uh, liam farid he's like very good at singing and he very close and maybe next year could have easily gone into the music scene from purely just people he knows like you mm. who are um in bands or doing certain events and they, they could just there definitely does seem to be an environment of where if you have an interest in music and you know someone you can really get involved pure, yeah. purely from that yeah yeah and- Fareed's, Fareed's an interesting one because like he's a great singer but he's never really he hasn't really done much music before and he does maths and um you know it, he could quite easily uh, end up doing lots of music if he wanted to mm-hmm. you know he could, he's already done like some open mics and it wouldn't take much effort i think for him to like audition for one of the student bands or a couple of them and get into one and then he's doing like lots of balls that year mm-hmm. and do more open mics and meet more people and like he's an example where if you put in like some effort, something he wanted to do, it would be it would be he could get into the in, into a scene quite easily. And he taught himself both piano and singing, which shows that really anyone can um, get involved in these things um, without having to do uh, a degree related to music. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I was wondering something you said before, Rachel, um, in how you've got involved with a lot of things. Um, in terms of music and performing that weren't related to the uni, how did you specifically get involved with those things? Like how, like for prospective students, how would they go about doing that? Uh, my example was actually complete luck, to be honest. Um, I, I mean, one thing I will say about Oxford students in general, they're super proactive. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, not only are people playing music, but people want to write about music. Um, so there's quite a lot of publications. And so I, I did an interview for the ISIS. And I think just my current manager actually just spotted me on, a I don't know, online or something like that. And then checked out my music. But he's actually a, a drummer in one of the bigger bands here called Be Good. So I kind of got in through that route and, and got to meet a lot of other band members and, and, and people through that um but also you know if you just i mean there's there's certain pubs like white rabbit uh, half moon um where there's just there's just people playing there so often and if you go to open mics um, i'm sure you will just meet people that live in the city that work in the city that are that just love music and you can definitely get involved through that route as well uh, if you want to be outside of the uni bubble like uh, something like just an idea I thought of like would does like LinkedIn help in terms of getting involved with uh I know like venues to perform uh, from you guys experience? Not for me, no. I'd I, I do have a LinkedIn profile, but it hasn't helped me for anything <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it's felt more like an obligation than anything. I think yeah. for music it's still about just putting yourself out there and like just, I mean, everything that I like, every opportunity that I've had, I can link back to some time in which someone saw me play somewhere. And like, you know, as I said, 
there's a lot of people that are putting on events as well you know people are really proactive here so um for instance like the magazines and stuff do a lot of like launch nights and they always want live music for that um because it basically you know it's like the star of the show right if you have bands come in and play so i'd say that there is loads of opportunity you just gotta put yourself out there Nice. That does seem to happen a lot more just through like meeting people and someone, some a friend who's organising this event, asking their friend who seems to know things. I want a, someone to play. Can recommend anyone, rather than like LinkedIn and yeah. having a Facebook page for your yourself or your band or whatever. I don't know. I that would seem less helpful to me. Well, that's really interesting. That's 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 kind of thing that only know if you guys are actually involved, I mean, from my perspective, you guys could have said the complete opposite and I would have believed you. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of um, societies, like music societies, um, have you guys got involved with um, any of those? Uh, and what is it like in Oxford? Like, are there many societies to get involved with in terms of music? Uh, Liam, if you want to go first. Yeah, there's lots of societies for absolutely everything. Um, some societies are bigger and do more than other ones. Um, so for some of them, I suppose it's just a way to meet other people and some of them do lots of stuff. It's like I'm involved in the college music society. Um, there's not much music in college. They haven't like, I'm in the first year of them regularly taking music students. So there's not a big music culture. Um, so that's been not, I haven't really done much with that, to be honest, that would need a big push, I think to kind of get it off the ground. Um, but I ran the Jazz Society last year, which has been quite a big thing for me. Um, so, so we do like weekly music nights. Um, so I applied for president and ended up as president. And then suddenly I was booking 24 bands for the year and like running an event a week by being on the door and like announcing the band and setting up all of the gear and all of that kind of stuff. And that's just through a society. And a lot of gigs come to that society as well because what I was saying about like law firms and stuff, they would email the jazz society and be like, can you help me find a band? Like, yeah, I can help you find a band. And I just like mm. find some friends and we play it and it's pretty fun. Um, other than that, it's not really a society, but when I first turned up, I auditioned for a, like a funk band that already existed, um, which I'm now like I was in it first year and last year and I'm also doing it this year and I'm running it. So like, organizing the gigs for that and arranging the music and auditioning new members and that kind of stuff we do loads of gigs playing at balls and all that all that kind of stuff i don't know if that's really society but i suppose it counts yeah i think the fact that you can be a part of a band and and it occupied that much of your time and it very much sounds if not society very like very analogous to um, what about you rachel i remember you saying yeah, so uh, I got involved in my second year with a new society, which just started out, which was uh, Electronic Music Society. And that's still, you know, as Leah mentioned, there's different sizes. We're still a pretty small society because I think relative to other music tastes, uh, you know, we cover genres like techno, house, I mean, anything, drum and bass, dubstep, you name it, like, it's still a pretty small society, but I love that. You know, the people that join are really passionate about the music. Um, 
I've made some of my best friends through that society and like I think for me in first year definitely coming in and not having that I felt a little bit sad that I didn't really meet people that had the same taste in music that I did but like having that there has been it kind of like was like the last tick like off the checklist of uni for me to to find people like that um so we kind of run DJ and production workshops um we're also just like you know if anyone's looking for a DJ for a night they just post on our page usually there's loads of people that are keen um and it's like kind of DJs of all levels really you know we we love getting like total beginners to come in and just teach them how to DJ because it's pretty easy and it's pretty fun and also trying to push for more like females and getting females into electronic music because that's obviously a big thing uh a big kind of you know um inequality in the music industry right now um but yeah that's that's i've i've mainly been involved in that society wise i would also mention this isn't and it's society per se but um with college ball committees um if you're looking to get into things like events management then you know, your college will at some point host a ball. If it's not every year, that it's maybe every two years and you can get involved in the music committee um, on that. And I did that in first year and like it gives you a really, really unique experience in being able to just book artists, you know, with a budget that's not actually that small. Like it's a pretty substantial yeah. budget that I worked with in first year. Mm. We were working with like 20 grand, which is mm. like, you know, you can book some pretty cool artists and, and you get to work with agents, which isn't pleasant, but like, it's an experience. And I'm super grateful for all those kinds yeah, of experiences because yeah. they're quite unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also book yeah. yourself if you're... Mm-hmm. And you can book yourself. As we have both done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I did that for our ball, um, which was going to be this summer, but ended up being postponed until next year, um, which is also just like... I think I was working on like five music stages in the end and also a big budget. And it's just like mm. mini festival and like talking to, yeah. like some, we, we had rudimental headlining. So I was like dealing with some big, big cheese agent sort of people, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Damn. Strange feeling. Yeah. No, I, I see you guys all the time performing like, as if I know you guys are legit singers that perform for a living and just always <laughs> doing events. It's like on my Facebook, going to an event, oh, like Liam or Rachel performing. Just and it's just, I think that's so cool that I know alongside your degree, you guys can do what yeah. you love um, to its like absolute match. Yeah. It's so cool. I've found that there's there are probably too many opportunities to perform for like i mean it'd be different for everyone but like in the sort of music and people that i've ended up playing with um next year i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to turn things down and play less than i could do because there were points and i was just playing too much and it was on a pretty most nights i was playing at something um which is great for a bit but i don't know i don't really want to do that for the whole three years so there's, Mm. there's almost too much for me did you have like a similar feeling, Rachel? Because I mean, I know you're on the well, uni badminton team as well. As... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we know each other. Yeah. yeah, obviously there's still balance to be made. And like, 
I, I definitely found myself having to turn down things, especially coming into my last year uh, when you've got finals or if you have prelims in first year, if you're doing like humanities like me. Um, so I had to, I, I did have to turn down things and I definitely found like, you know, if I wanted to do something, I could go out and probably do it. It was more just, you know, at the end, I was focusing less on performing, more on just making music. But I would say like time-wise, I was very pleasantly surprised by how much time I had, especially in like second year. Second year, I basically spent the whole year just making music. Uh, and, you know, the work is manageable, definitely around that. If you care about it and you love it, like, you know, it's, it's the thing to do. Hmm. Uh, I remember um, before the podcast, Liam, you were saying that um, that you used the uni to help with um, the things that you want to get involved with in terms of your career afters. And do you want to expand on that a bit more? Yeah. So um, that's that's arts arts management. So pretty pretty broad to be honest, but just like the other side of performing. Um, so, I mean, ball has been great experience for that doing the jazz society has been great experience for that. And uh, through the jazz society last year, we also launched a record label, like an independent record label thing associated with, with jazz. So, so I've been working in studios and working with like the legalities of releasing music, especially as a lot of some of the music's been like non-original music because if it's jazz you're playing like standards like they're not covers because they still end up being very different but, you know music which is composed by other people and it's often a bit of a hassle um getting those sorts of things released so it's um that's involved a lot more than i thought it would to be honest and then like the marketing of that and um marketing releases around oxford and everywhere basically um but yeah and then like through the college even through the college music society which as i said was pretty dormant um everything had to be postponed unfortunately but for arts week last term um i was planning like this big music education day and we had some like quite big names coming into college doing master classes and workshops and that kind of stuff but like um ari hernig who's this big american uh drummer big big jazz cheese he was coming to a little drum master class and um julian joseph from london who's also uh, just name dropping for anyone who knows about this kind of stuff as well but they were coming and doing doing master classes uh, that's pretty cool so again that's just i mean i wouldn't have imagined i was doing that sort of stuff before uni because these are actually like really pretty big names like these those mm -hmm. two in particular are, are like jazz legends and i was emailing them and calling them and getting, getting them to come in for master classes and workshops and stuff and now their contacts and experience and stuff i can talk about at interviews in the future and whatever um yeah that's so cool yeah especially that you've got contacts to them um um i was also wondering uh rachel haven't you also released have you released a record label i, I know that you're on spotify well, you're both on spotify and you're both on my playlist but uh how did you get about on producing your music because it wasn't through the uni routes right yeah uh all my stuff is pretty much self-released um i'd say i mean one thing for sure that's helped is the 
uh, college funding. So I recently funded one of my music videos um, using like a college arts grant. Um, so, you know, if, uh, and you know, music grants are notoriously hard to get, uh, you know, just out, outside of uni, like trying to get money off people in the industry is, is pretty difficult. So like the yeah. college are actually extremely willing to like, you know, fund like quite a few hundred pounds, uh, depending on how rich your college is, obviously. But like that kind of funding is like pretty great. And I would definitely recommend like people to use that and make the most of it because you can apply for it every single year. And also depending on whatever project that you're doing. Um, but yeah, most of my stuff self-released um, with the help of, you know, the people that I've met in Oxford. Um, you know, I just think the community is great. Like the people are so enthusiastic. Like obviously I'm not making big bucks or anything people do it because they love it and they're passionate mm -hmm. about it so self-releasing is all about just putting in the work trying to bring people together to to create something that they just love creating rather than doing it for the money specifically and you can definitely find people well I definitely found in my case people that were willing to do that and that were excited about uh, the project so yeah uh, and obviously the next steps would be to kind of use what I've built up in Oxford to, to try and, 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 you know, get, get actual label funding eventually. Um, but Oxford's been like, like so good for just starting music and building confidence, which is really what you need. Mm. Is, is there any other like kinds of um, grants that you're aware of, Liam? That I, Cause I know personally that, yeah, if you need money for something that's, I know, productive or creative, then you should always ask college to see if they're willing to pay for that. Um, yeah. So there's colleges, um, which is the obvious one. Um, but then there's like the music faculty as well, which have events funds that you can apply for. And uh, it's quite an in-depth application process. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they kind of care more because they're the music faculty um so they like you have to justify it a lot more basically um but i had some of that for last term for events end up having to get postponed or cancelled obviously um but um i was gonna say like all of the releases that we've had on the label have all been recorded in the faculty as well because they have they've got studios there which are really well kitted out um but no one no one really uses and they've got like some really nice microphones and three separate studios and stuff, which you can just use as music students. If you have people that know their way around the studio. So if you just find people who can produce and know the studio and you can just record stuff in there and it sounds pretty good. Um, but I think for the sorts of music that both of us do, the faculty itself is not, not that involved in that to be honest like um it's it's pretty it's pretty classically minded still the faculty like the course is kind of diversifying a bit um and they do have these great studios and resources like that um but it just doesn't really seem to be the faculty's priority yeah. um one thing that i'd i'd mention as well like 
there's great studios around Oxford that are pretty cheap to rent, like recording studios as well as practice studios. One thing that I found was like the BBC introducing Oxford. The guys there are like really, really supportive. Like if you are self-releasing, um, again, because Oxford's quite a small city, like if you're making music that sounds decent and is something a little bit different, like the guys over there are really, really supportive, uh, will play your stuff, you know, and you might not get that in, in other cities that are bigger that have more like self-releasing artists. Um, so if you did want to actually go down the route of trying to get radio plays and trying to, you know, get some industry traction, then um, the BBC introducing is really yeah. good here. Like I love and those the, guys. The events, <laughs> I can't remember her title in either, but this is a lady who works in the faculty, I think she's like the events manager or something, is also involved in BBC introducing um so it was it was like possible for last term because i kind of i figured that out the term before so again that nothing's happened there for me yet but i was um edging towards experience um probably not so much on the artist's um side although that was possible as well but like some work experience or something at bbc introducing i was also wondering you know the rec- uh, the studios um, in the music faculty, can any students use them or do you have to be a music student to use those? Um, it's it's kind of fuzzy. You you just have to sort of be friends with the engineer, I suppose. I don't really know because I just, I just emailed and he was like, yeah, that's fine. But I kind of knew him and the person who, is, who I had to produce that particular project knew him quite well. Um, so, I mean, if you want to use them, there are definitely ways for anyone to use them really because even if technically it's just music students it's quite easy to find a music student um True. but i'm not sure what the rules are okay. exactly but you'll be able to find a way yeah. to use, use them. Uh, i'd also say it's pretty easy to self-record your own stuff you don't need a fancy studio i literally yeah. did it all yeah. with a mic that i bought off gumtree for like 150 pounds and an interface that was like 100 pounds yeah, like yeah. you really don't need the fancy studio equipment true, true. like you can just rec- and and there are practice rooms in like the colleges well my college had a practice room at least yeah. and like yeah it's totally doable without that stuff yeah yeah yeah. Not, yeah i mean ours was like six people with drums and acoustic bass and that sort of stuff so it's pretty a bit harder for that kind of music but Hmm. you can definitely get a long way without without that i agree so i guess like you can because most colleges have like music practice rooms that are like soundproof um hmm. ours doesn't as yeah ours they yeah. should do with the new but building we do. yeah yeah so by the time and whoever's listening to this applies we should yeah. do um, <laughs> <laughs> and like most, a auditorium and stuff for hmm. like every music student after our year it's going to be great but for us uh yeah there wasn't much sometimes but <laughs> i guess with like the microphone and like the practice rooms down most colleges you can really make your own like little music studio to like record your songs and record stuff and yeah. i think that is quite a quite a, like a luxury and quite a quite an amazing thing that you can have from like the practice rooms in colleges um for sure um so we're coming towards the end um so i was wondering um 
So say for the prospective students coming into the uni um, and then maybe they want to join a, a band or a group, um, is, there, is there much opportunities in that um, at the university? I think Liam, you, you might have a fair amount to say. Yeah, so I joined the band I mentioned before, Garfunkel, um, coming in. I think I, I think I saw something on Facebook like even before arriving. And then I saw something at Freshers' Fair and I just went to an audition and, then, and now I'm in the band for like three years. Um, and there's multiple bands like that. Um, I auditioned for a big band in second year. It's like a jazz swing band, which I could have done to start with as well, but I just didn't. Um, I mean, this year is going to be slightly different. I know with Garfunkel, that punk band, we're probably not auditioning until second term because we might not be able to rehearse or do any gigs until then. So I don't know what different groups are doing this year. Um, but there are lots of groups that exist in lots of different styles that you can just find an addition for as you come in. Mm, nice. And I think it's also, I, I guess it's like unrelated to everything, but I think it's very cool, Liam, how you, how you play the piano in, uh, I don't know, you might do lots of other jobs like this, but playing the piano in the Randolph Hotel, which like yeah. shows how if you're, if you have a talent in music there are like lots of small opportunities yeah. in the city to be able yeah. to take up on and imagine you've both done lots of things like that with the venues and events that you guys talked about and also i've noticed when you guys are saying about societies as there's, there's so many societies um oxford that societies that aren't at all related to music but then each time they have an event they they is really true how um they like a a band or some like maybe poetry reading but also a lot of the time like, a few bands like a few singing happen like to happen and then yeah. uh, it's like it's then there's like it must be like unlimited opportunities for you guys to get involved with yeah. i've yeah. yeah i've seen so many bands like i haven't really thought about it but i've seen so many bands in events that i didn't think i would be but then also enjoyed it and i guess that's really sums it up yeah um, yeah i would i would say that's not always completely positive necessarily for bands because in a lot of those no one's really listening so like it's fine if you're if you're all right with that um there's sometimes it's you're kind of like you're playing and everyone's just kind of standing there you know and they're not they're not always uh great gigs for a band yeah. technically um but yeah it's all it's all playing and mm. a lot of these pay some of them some of them don't pay um like the smaller book launches and like magazine launches and stuff they're not able to pay musicians or whatever so it's not like this utopia of everyone loves yeah. loves music and you can do it every, every night but that, it, that's life though isn't it that's yeah, just being yeah. in the music industry like how many gigs you're gonna play in and you know it's not your friends watching it's a bunch of randoms yeah. and you never really know if someone's going to be listening to you or not but sometimes there even just needs to be one person in the crowd that really loves it and you're just like well that felt good like yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm glad i did that you yeah. know yeah. nice people tend to last thing i've noticed is people just love like cheesy music a lot which <laughs> isn't the most fun to play um, yeah but that's what else what will get people ex excited at these sorts of events rather than like this hip new original stuff you've been working on so mm. yeah i mean i guess from, from my perspective i mean i've seen lots of bands and people play 
and sing and really enjoyed it but just didn't get around to telling them so I'm sure there's lots of people like that for both of you guys that just have never never had the chance to say how much they enjoyed listening to you guys before um (laughs) I was wondering um after uni uh are you guys going to be continuing music where where's what's next uh you want to go first Rachel uh yeah I'm gonna get a job not music related gonna move to London but obviously be pretty much trying to do music in every spare second that I have uh I managed to get myself a little break in between graduating and starting my job so I'm just writing new stuff and like (laughs) I mean, unless you blow up really quickly and you're like mega famous really fast for most people, it's like, it's a daily slow grind of like, you know, sometimes feeling super inspired and sometimes feeling like just totally like I don't even want to touch my piano right now. I just want to like watch Netflix. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm going to keep releasing uh, forever, probably. I don't know. Like I just in quite a kind of righty stage right now and then hopefully when corona is over and like I can actually go and perform all of this stuff that I've written which will feel which will feel good um but yeah that's definitely continuing it yeah nice and you Liam so I mentioned the career I'm going for is more management admin stuff um I know playing music will always be something I do even if it's not um my career I don't really know what form that will take necessarily um but yeah I'm planning on graduating doing a management master's and hopefully you know finding finding a way into that after that nice wow that's the plan yeah you guys are really you really either took or at the moment taking unis uh, opportunities uh, as much as you can it sounds sounds amazing I wish I wish I was more musically inclined to be able to do that but you know, there's still time um, but uh, for to the podcast that's all that we've got time today um, we've learned a lot um, and uh, yeah thank you um, for you guys for you guys joining us um, and thanks for the viewers for listening in. Um, if you're not, uh, whether it's on Spotify, YouTube, or IGTV, if you want to find out where else we're at, on Instagram there's a link link tree that you can find us. And um, and yeah, uh, thanks guys for joining us. Joining us, it was lovely to have you here. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. And we'll see you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hmm.